Hi guys, this is Natasha Brown and you have tuned into His Word. His Word is here to bring glory to God's name, one testimony at a time. We are here to encourage, uplift, inspire, evangelize and to fellowship with Christ. So what is a testimony? A testimony is the evidence that God is working in your life. It gives us the assurance that God is real and that he is definitely here. So what are you waiting for? Share your testimony today. Hear his word, speak his word and share his word. His word is God's word. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode on His Word. We are so grateful to be back. It's 2022. It's going to be a fantastic year. The Bible tells us in Job chapter 38 verse 12, and God spoke to Job and said, have you ever given orders to the morning or shown the dawn its place? And when I read this verse, I thought, Oh my, (laughs) I have read Job a hundred times and I've never seen this verse. But when the Holy Spirit revealed this verse to me, I was astonished because I'm not a person who believes in New Year's resolutions and all that kind of stuff. But what I do believe in is making important changes. And I believe that in order for us to grow as Christians, it is good to reflect. It is good for us to reflect on the good, the bad and the ugly. How am I able to change? How am I able to change my current situation? How can I enhance my relationship with God and the Holy Spirit? How can I walk into my purpose? So I tend to reflect a lot. And the one thing that I want to make sure that I do, especially this year, 2022, I want to claim it. I want to decree and declare every day, every morning, that I wake up, that this year is my year. This is my year of victory and everything is going to work in my favor. And if you believe and trust in God, I need you, wherever you are in the world, to believe, to decree and declare that this month is your month. Every time you wake up, remind yourself, I need to command this day to work in my favor. I need to command this week to work in my favor. I need to command this very month this very moment to work in my favor because you don't know, you don't know what your mouth can do. The Bible tells us that there's power in our tongues. And I really do want to encourage everyone this year, especially if you're tuning in to the His Word podcast, right? We want to be intentional about speaking life into our own situation. If we fail to speak life into our own situation, silence is just as bad. Because if you don't speak life into your own life, into your own situation, into your own future, then something or someone else will speak for you. And I'm not sure about you yet, but I don't want no one speaking over me if it's not about God. I would prefer to speak on my own behalf because nowadays you just don't know who you're allowing into your life, right? So I just thought before we dive into this amazing, amazing testimony that I just wanted to remind you about his word, about who we are and what we stand for and what the purpose is for this whole platform. His word is here to decree and declare the word of God, the word that's in the Bible, the living word, to live by it and to see it in our lives. His word is here to evangelize. His word is here to remind you because the Bible tells us in John chapter 4, 48, 
Then said Jesus unto him, except ye see signs and wonders, ye will not believe. God acknowledged that as humans, we want to see things in order for us to believe. We want to hear things in order for us to believe. So as Christians, we owe a duty to those around us to share our testimony, to allow God's glory to manifest, right? To bring more people to Christ, to save souls so that we are able to have eternal life. It is very much important for us to identify that we currently live in a world where there is so much doubt surrounding God. There is so much doubt surrounding whether he's real, whether things are actually happening. But we as children of God, as followers of God, of people in Christ, to speak about our testimonies, right? To let as many people know as possible, to silence the devil so that he knows that regardless of how many times he tries to speak nonsense into anyone's ears, we are here to let people know that God is real and that he's definitely here. In John chapter 20, verse 30, Onwards, it talks about how Jesus, he performed many miracles, right? In the presence of his followers. He performed many. That's recorded in the Bible in this book, right? But there are many that are not recorded. But the ones that are recorded are so that you are able to believe. So that you are able to believe. So we have a duty to ensure that we are recording, (laughs) We are recording our experiences with God, not just on a podcast, obviously not, but by recording it, by speaking about it, by letting people know, by the way, something happened to me today. By the way, did this happen to John last week or this happened to Katie? Like, it's our duty to share the word of God, to share our testimonies, to let people believe, to strengthen the church so that even when things do happen, because the Bible doesn't let us know that things will happen, so that when things do happen, there is no doubt in our mind because we know We believe and we know that nothing is impossible for God. Nothing is impossible. He can do exceedingly abundantly above all that we are able to imagine or even think of. But that's our duty. Okay. (laughs) So I hope that this has pumped you up for this year. We have many, many, many testimonies recorded and uploaded and ready for you to hear. And we are also very much excited to hear what you have to share concerning what God has done for you, right? So do not hesitate to follow us on Instagram at hisw.ord or for you to email us and let us know that you would like to share your testimony on the podcast. Our vision and our aim is to be completely international, that we are able to hear testimonies every day. That is my aim. That is the goal right here. So that we are able to experience God every single day. So without further ado, our first episode is by a wonderful lady called Paola Vela and this episode is called self-image and the anchor scripture for this episode is Psalms chapter 73 verse 26 and it says my flesh and my heart may fail but God is the strength of my heart and my portion forever. It's important for us to understand that our self-image is very much important and God created us in his image and therefore who we see or what we see about ourselves should really reflect how God sees us. 
So hi, Paola. How are you? And welcome to His Word. So thanks for having me here, Natasia. Um, my name is Paola Villa. I'm actually originally from Colombia. Mm-hmm. Born in Colombia, was raised in the United States, mm-hmm. and I'm currently in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is where I am right now, and it's just been great here. What I do for work is I have several companies. Um, I have a real estate company and I have a marketing company that focuses on real estate and e-commerce brands. So that's pretty much like my my background, what I do. So my testimony, it's it's really something I think a lot of women go through, which is self-image issues, is something I was struggling with as a teenager. I would say it started around age 14, 15 is when that started, where I became extremely obsessive with my body, with my image, where I began to just starve myself. Anything I ate, anything I drank, um, even if I, if I drank water, I would weigh myself on the scale. And if it went up, I would vomit it immediately. Um, And so I went through that phase for several years and I became very thin. I became like under 90 pounds. And so the doctors, you know, they noticed that my, my blood levels were very low in which I had severe anemia. I had severe, they even said if I kept at it, it could become a serious blood issue for me. And it was tough. It was tough. Um, going through that because I, I would it, it was an obsession. I was so thin and yet I would still see like a bit of fat here and there. And it's really just something in your mind. It's something that is obviously not from God. And I just find so many women have probably gone through that. And it could start, you know, you could be a normal weight and that's where it starts, you know, that maybe you see something in yourself that you don't like. That obsession just kicks in because maybe someone said something, your partner might have said something, your parents might have said something, a friend could have said something like, oh, you should lose weight or, oh, hey, you look a little bigger here. And I always tell people, be careful with those words that you say. Be careful with telling someone just the slightest thing because it's just not acceptable. Um, And I'm just so glad that women are waking up to that. But as a teenager, I think it hits harder. And so that was something I went through because my parents were in the public eye. I would be told like, you know, 15 year old girl, wear, wear more makeup or you should dress this way or you should do your hair this way. And, you know, as a child, that's something I had to go through. So it's just so beautiful now to see kind of just showing their own style, their own hairstyle, their own, everything's becoming more accepting, but definitely the public eye affects a child's way. So after all those health issues, a lot of people began to pray for me and and it wasn't around maybe age 20 where I was completely delivered from that. It was really it was really God at that point because it didn't matter the doctors, it didn't matter who came to me telling me you need to take care of yourself, you need to you know watch out. They wanted to to send me to like an internal care facility, all these things and it wasn't until God point blank. The only the Holy Spirit could really save someone from that. And so it really goes beyond just a physical image when it comes to anorexia and bulimia. It goes beyond major depression takes over and self-esteem issues. You begin to think about, you know, how can I look better? Perfectionism is, is a huge thing when it comes to, to bulimia and anorexia. 
And so that was then 20 years old, I was at church, and the pastor had called people, you know, just for prayer. Um, people knew what I was going through, but I just I didn't admit to it. Because I mean, it was at that point it was so obvious, my face was pale, my lips were pale, I was real thin. And my even my my teeth was like fading away, something was going on with my mouth as well. And so I go up there and I just fall under the presence of God. And he delivers me from there. Even in through that bulimia anorexic phase, I did have hormonal issues when it came to the cycle and all that. And I found that even in that day, from that day forward, completely healed even that, my hormonal issues. That was something I had struggled from that, where, you know, if you're a woman and it becomes irregular, you probably won't even have children or things like that. So thanks to the power of God, you know, I'm regular and all that. <laughs> I just wanted to tell just women, you know, if you feel that way, if you feel a body image issue and you're abusing your body with diet pills or you're abusing your body by eating and vomiting it or even starving yourself, um, just go to the presence of God. God is the only one that can save you. God is the only one that can heal you, heal your inner wounds, heal what's inside of you, heal that hurt whatever was said to you, whatever was done to you. And so for the glory of God, I've, I've helped a lot of women going through that because um, it really stems from a childhood. So some kind of trauma happens where you just begin to nitpick at yourself. So it's not only like, oh, I want to look perfect or like a supermodel. It's kind of a way to cope with whatever trauma happened as a child. So I really encourage women to, for your own good, and just go after God because he's the only one that can do it. And just stay in that presence. Stay with God, seek God, and he's the one that can bring that healing and restore your health and restore any hormonal issues, restore any trauma, renew your mind. He's the one that can do it. And he can use you, that testimony or that trauma or his glory to help other women. So you spoke about how your um, parents were in the um, public eye. So I wanted mm -hmm. to know, do you um, think that your parents being in the public eye had a bit of an impact on how you viewed yourself as especially as like a teenager at that time? Yeah, yeah, because um, people around would criticize. And oh. so that was a that was situations like when you're in the public eye, people are always going to find a way to to criticize because um, they want to box you in. You're supposed yeah. to look a certain way. You're supposed to act a certain way. You're supposed to speak a certain way. And so from a very young age, I was pretty much trained to walk a certain way, to speak a certain way, to behave a certain way, to look a certain way, to dress a certain way. Um, and so, I mean, great, you know, I'm older and I have like these extreme um, protocol and mannerisms, but, um, but as a child, it could be pretty tough because, you know, um, we're not really, as a child, you're supposed to just be a child. You're supposed to just have fun and things like that. But when you're in the public eye, that's just really not allowed. So it became tough. Yeah. So so what advice do you have for um, parents who are in the um, public eye, who have um, children who m might be affected by, you know, things out there and people out there? My advice would be just find a common ground with your child where you can allow your child to be free. If someone begins to criticize your child, you need to be the one responsible to immediately stop that criticism. Because 
those people around you aren't going to be there forever around you. And that's what I have found. <laughs> and so, and what my parents have found. So um, people are always going to criticize. You're never going to be perfect. Even, I mean, look at politicians or actors or anyone, business people. People are always going to critique. Cause so you see many times <laughs> children grow up from the public eye and they fall into like drugs or they fall into into these crazy things um and it's because of all that criticism where they get to a certain age and they're like oh they're free yeah. but they get all that pressure out and doing other things so it ends up being worse mm -hmm. so as a parent i really encourage parents to just take care of your child don't let these criticisms get to them mm -hmm. stop the criticism at the core and when you stop it people will stop right i can completely relate to that um, because even though I wasn't brought up in the public eye, um, I was picked on as a child. And even though right now I'm older now and I'm over it, sometimes I do hear the voices that were kind of like echoed throughout my entire childhood. So what advice do you have for people, whether as kids or as adults, who do get picked on? You know, what advice do you have for them that will allow them to not allow those things to affect them. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think um, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, as they say, right? Absolutely. And I mean, I, I saw you and I'm like, this, she's beautiful, you know? <laughs> I looked at you, I was like, you're absolutely gorgeous. You. And so, um, you know, and I think as a child, even I was bullied as a child, you know? <laughs> like, I think, um, but for me, it was like, that's child stuff. Yeah. And having adults criticize you, it was, it was kind of like tougher. But growing out of it, as a child, you, 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 you just learn to, to love yourself. I think it, eventually it gets to an age where you love yourself um, and love yourself first. I personally think like in the case of women, allowing a man to say, you know, um, that you're beautiful, you know, I, I don't really allow men to say like, like I'm, I'm thankful, but at the same time, it first has to come from yourself Absolutely. before allowing a man to say it. So once you believe it yourself, you'll accept it more from men or from women or people around you. So begin with yourself, begin to, to heal that, that self, like your image, like, you know what, I'm beautiful. You say it to yourself and that's when people around you will begin to see it because you begin to glow a, a certain way. Mm -hmm. I just find people, um, confidence is such a huge thing. Yeah. Um, like you, you find a, a person that's super confident and people around just like, wow, you're glowing or you're beautiful or this and that. Mm -hmm. And they may not be a supermodel. They're just confident themselves because they learn to, to deal with their self-image issues. So, And of course, you know, for a long time now social media has had an impact on how people view you know their self-image and how they are as people but do you feel like there's an issue concerning social media still and self-image because I know I have a lot of friends who they do sometimes feel the pressures of social media and their self-image like how they see themselves do you have any opinions on that I think um at first, you know, years ago when social media started and all these influencers came out, I think it was super um, effective in, in making people feel a certain way. But I think as time has passed by and people have realized that it's Photoshop and people have realized, like, you know, there's videos out there showing Photoshop. There's even actors out there. 
I'm showing their before and after pictures because it's just become more accepting to show like, you know what, I also have this body, um, this body, uh, uh, regular body, look at the Photoshop. And so I think back then, yeah, people had a bigger issue with self image. But now, you know, even for me, I look at I'm like, wow, they actually are photoshopped and they and they and they add all these effects on them. They even make them slimmer. They they make um their they change their skin tone. They change the shape of their mouth. They make them bigger. They they like all these things in Photoshop. So for me personally, I have found it less um, effective in hurting my image mm-hmm. now that I know the truth. Yeah. But maybe for some people it does. Um, I definitely think some people it, it still affects them yeah um but i just encourage them like look at the photoshop look at videos online um they they really don't look that way even supermodels have come out like you know this magazine cover you know eliminated my waist limit made my my arm smaller made this smaller and so even on them so it's a big thing. Um, even influencers feel that way. Some have come out like I'm so tired of photoshopping myself that even yeah. even they feel terrible about yeah, themselves. Cool. So I think it's affect it has affected everyone, mm-hmm. but I think it's becoming a world where it's more accepting. And you know, to be honest, even if things have changed um regarding social media and self-image or not even change but improve um now we have a new thing about filters you know they've made it into a thing where people sometimes won't even post without even having a filter first on their face it's just important for us to see ourselves in a certain type of light um and not allow other things to cloud how we see ourselves like we don't need a filter we don't need to do all these other things to like other people you know and if you do then that is what you want to do but at the same time why not just embrace and love and value what God has given you and made you to be you know uh, yeah, I, I think the filters have been a huge thing yeah because there's there's filters that they, they could look realistic but they actually change your face completely exactly and I've, I've played around with someone i'm like wow like it makes your lips bigger and yeah gives you like these cheekbones and it's bizarre but i think filters have been a huge thing here um unfortunately yeah <laughs> so i see what you're saying um if anything i think filters have affected more than than social media itself than influencers mm-hmm. itself I think so, because yeah. it's on your phone already yeah and you're, you're able to see yourself like in a different way and yeah. some people are like, oh, wow, if I could look that way or let me do my makeup that because America is big on heavy makeup. Yeah. <laughs> Huge on heavy makeup. That's yeah. one thing I notice here is and in other countries, it's lighter makeup. But here the makeup is made to like actually change the way your face is. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh gosh, you know, they they'll slim their nose, they'll overline their lips, they'll mm-hmm. add contour. So the makeup here is that way. So you see girls around and it's like your face isn't that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's, you know, I think everyone's beautiful in their own way. Absolutely. And we just have to learn to accept ourselves as we are. Um and 
just as we finish this episode, um, what is the one advice that you would give to anyone out there who's currently experiencing what you experienced as a teenager? And what advice would you give to yourself as a teenager? My advice would be um, surround yourself with more genuine people mm-hmm. is one thing, especially, you know, public eye things like that. Surround yourself with people that love you the the way you are um because i was very i was a weird artsy kid <sighs> and <laughs> i was and so um i think till this day there's that in me um i was just a total bookworm i was such an introvert mm. but you know you get older you kind of apply those skills into the yeah. real world and just get more people like that um and open up more i think um this is a big thing um that i've also noticed in society at least in america um people are beginning to open up more to their past issues their past childhood issues their past traumas even to a stranger um we're in a world right now like you could dm someone mm-hmm. and ask for help i've had people write me because i tend to put like inspirational posts on my yeah. And they'll write me and I try to be, you know, open to them and tell them, you know, it's going to be okay or, you know, keep pushing. And so even if it's a stranger, reach out, reach out for help. If you're not happy, say it, say, it. I'm not happy. I feel this way or things like that. And so, someone will write back. Someone will pray for you. Someone will actually, you know, tell you it's going to be okay. And, and that person may be available for you. And so I, I, I always have this thing like, you know, yes, I, I grew up in the public guy, but I did learn to reach back to people. None of this, like if you're an influencer and you don't write back to people and things like that, something is kind of wrong. So I, my DMs are filled with people. And so sometimes I take a day or two, but I always write back. And so and just encouraging people as much as I can. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Paola, for sharing your testimony on the His Word podcast. It's been an absolute pleasure. You know, it takes so much to be transparent and vulnerable about our self-image, but the way God was able to give you the grace to be able to share that experience I'm so, so grateful that you chose to use the His Word podcast to share your testimony. Honestly, whenever we share our testimonies, heaven rejoices. Whenever we open our mouth, we put the devil to shame. Let us continue to glorify God's name by remembering, remembering what he has done for us. Because I feel like sometimes we go through things in our lives and we forget We forget about what he has done before. Because remember, guys, if he was able to do it before, he can do it again. And the beauty in what God does here is that he doesn't bless us the same way every single time. He finds new ways to shock us. Not even to shock. For me, it's a shock because I haven't experienced it before. But we should be expectant that God is that God, that he can do anything at any time. But we need to be expectant. So guys, if you do have a testimony, again, do not hesitate to reach out to his word. It is always a pleasure to fellowship and to come and to pray and to just speak to each other about Christ and then to share it with people around the world. So guys, it's been a pleasure. It's Natasha Brown and you have listened to his word.